the number one thing that blew my mind is what they're going to be doing on the category and the competitive side. They are going to be exposing that to uh, people that sign up for Illuminate. And you're going to be able to see the competitive performance of other SKUs and the categories you sell in. It appears at an extremely granular level. You know, when I first heard it, I said, wow, that's, that's kind of wild. Um, but it makes a lot of sense to me. You know, it's in their best interest to say, yeah, go duke it out with your competitors. You guys bring us the lowest prices. You give us the best service. And those are the, the suppliers we want to work with. So I, I think it's a really smart move on their part. Very curious how other retailers respond to that. From Alloy AI, this is Shuffling. Today, we have a special bonus episode. I'm speaking with my colleague and co-host, Joel Beal, CEO and co-founder of Alloy AI, about Luminate, Walmart's game-changing new data and reporting tool. What exactly is Luminate? How is it different? What do you need to know about it? I'm your host, Logan Ensign, Chief Customer Officer at Alloy AI. We'll be back with Joel Beal right after this. Selling consumer goods is a tough job. Between rising costs, supply disruptions, price-sensitive consumers, and retail partners who have their own set of priorities, it's becoming harder than ever to execute today, much less plan for tomorrow. There's plenty of data to help, but pulling and analyzing reports from retailer portals is so tedious and time-consuming that you can't respond to problems at the shelf until the bullwhip hits you in the face. That's a cow, actually. Now there's Alloy.ai to help. Ally automatically aggregates and harmonizes data from your retailers, supply chain partners, and ERP. Then we make it easy to find insights using pre-built, consumer goods-specific metrics and dashboards, so you can sense, predict, and respond instantly. Check it out today and get a demo at Alloy.ai. Joel, welcome to Shelf Life. Thanks, Logan. It's exciting to be on. Little, little different than normal. Excited to put you in the uh, the questioning chair here. So uh, we found as we've worked with so many of our customers, a really hot topic today is what is going on over at Walmart and uh, POS data, but even more generally data sharing uh, from the largest retailer in North America. You've been up to, caught up to speed and, and really interested in this topic. Uh, so maybe you can start us with, with what is Walmart, Luminate, and maybe even more importantly, why folks should care. I mean, as you mentioned, Walmart and Amazon obviously dominate the the retail landscape, at least certainly in, in North America and in some cases beyond that. You know, Walmart's been the 500 pound gorilla for, for decades, really, in retail at this point in time. You know, I think it's helpful to understand Luminate to go back a little bit in history with Walmart. Walmart has been sharing data with its suppliers for decades at this point. In the 1990s, they released a system called Retail Link. This is a method where any supplier into Walmart can log into this system and essentially query information about how their products are performing at Walmart stores, inventory distribution centers, fulfillment centers, etc. Uh, and Walmart's really a leader in this, this regard. As with so many other things, Walmart has really led the charge 
when it comes to a lot of supply chain and retail innovation. You know, once Walmart started this, other retailers started to share data as well, realizing that, hey, if we can share data with our suppliers, if we can make them smarter, they're going to be better suppliers for us. And ultimately, we can drive down the prices for, for consumers, which Walmart is very, very focused on. Retail Link has, has now been out there for decades. It certainly evolves, but it hasn't necessarily evolved in the most predictable or directed way. During my time in this space, you're constantly hearing rumors. You're hearing ideas about what is happening with Retail Link. Is Walmart going to start sharing more data? Are they going to be more liberal with what they share and who they share it with? Are they going to start restricting access more? Are they going to start charging for that data? I think Luminate reflects finally some, some very real changes that appear to be on the horizon. Now, there's still a lot of unknowns. I'm not always sure how much Walmart even knows the answer to some of these. Uh, we, we hear mixed messages, but Walmart Luminate is a new data system that is going to be kind of the next generation, it appears, retail link. There are some very important differences, things I think their suppliers are going to be very excited about and some things that might cause some, you know, maybe some hesitation or some questions with those suppliers. Um, but I, I think from my perspective, from what we've learned, it does feel as though retail supply chain is finally moving into the 21st century, which is very exciting. No, and what I'm hearing is given the long time horizon, not surprising because these rumors have come up again and again, but also it's a developing story where there's still a lot of potential unknowns about kind of this transition and, and what's going on. Uh, yes. So more details are coming through. That's what I know we're going to be talking about today, kind of what we know I'm sure there are things we don't know yet, but yeah, information starting to come back. And I think the exciting thing is it's something that's real. For a long time, it was a lot of, oh, this may be happening, or we hear later this year, Walmart's gonna make this big change. This is out there, Luminate's real. We have customers that are signing up for it and they're using it. We've met with them about it. You know, it shows a ton of promise about just kind of the way this works. Because let's be real, the way that data is being shared is archaic in good situations. <laughs> in some cases, it feels like you've entered you know, the twilight zone. Um, and this is, you know, this is a modern API. This is a lot more data. Walmart's pushing the envelope, I think, on a couple things that are very interesting. And so, you know, we'll see how the adoption works. We'll see how this works with Retail Link. A big chunk of our uh, users at Alloy live in Bentonville. And uh, yeah. there's sort of developed a cottage in industry around retail link. As you'd mentioned, retail link has been around for decades. I think in some ways it's provided a level of detail and insight that has really helped transform the space. But as you also mentioned, it's it's maybe not the most modern high-tech feeling uh, experience. And so what is the future of retail link? I'll bet is a question a lot of those folks sitting in Bentonville or who work really closely with Walmart are asking? Unfortunately, I don't know the answer to that question. And it, and it is the big one because, you know, what we're seeing is among our customers, Walmart is starting to say, we'd like you to sign up for Luminate. What does that mean? Well, there's a price associated with it. So that's one of the big differences here. Luminate is no longer a, it's not retail link. It's not a free data service for those suppliers. They want to move people over to Luminate. They are applying some pressure to do so. Customers Customers are feeling that it's not a, a cheap product, but you know, while there might be some pressure, there's also a lot of incentive too, as they're saying, this is modern. What do I mean by modern? Well, they're fixing a ton of the data issues that have been associated with retail link for decades. 
restatements, fulfillment methods, making sure the data that you're getting is consistent with what Walmart has internally so that you are on the exact same page when you're speaking with them. And they're doing that through a modern API. That's you know one of the elements that is very exciting about this. This is no longer, I'm downloading massive amounts of data, retail links crashing, because it can't handle that. There's the promise of a modern API. So a lot more data delivered in a better way, data that's more accurate. And again, well, the way modern of- software should work. <laughs> that's right. That's right. You've been in this space for quite a while. Could you just talk a little bit more about some of the challenges people have had with Retail Link in the past and, and maybe how Luminate can help uh, resolve those? You know, the number one thing you probably hear about Retail Link is it's just, it's not the easiest tool to use. There's a lot of data in there. There's a lot of different ways you can query it. And, you know, we just see it by people who come to us and just say, hey, I'm I'm trying to manually download this data once a week. I'm not even quite sure what I should be getting. I know kind of the basics, but there, there's just so much in here. It's it's like an overabundance. The interfaces, they, they've cleaned it up a little bit, but it's it's still, a, you know, it's dated. You know, if you're a really high volume seller, if you've got a lot of SKUs, um, you know, volume becomes an issue if you want to get the level of detail that re- Retail Link can provide. So you have to batch jobs to be able to download a sufficient amount of data. When you're talking about the quality of that data, you also find gaps, you know, aligning the different fulfillment methods and hey, the numbers don't quite add up. Um, a huge one is around restatements. You know, this is something that for people who don't spend a lot of time in this space, uh, it might not be the first thing that comes to mind. You're like, well, I download my report on Monday morning. I get it. I get my sales and my inventory. Okay, I, I at least have the basics. Well, you know, what happens the next day when those numbers all change by a couple percent? You know, you don't even realize that. And, you know, how do you deal with restatements right now? Well, you just have to repoll all the data and, and kind of get an idea over time about how far back is Walmart generally restating. Luminate, I mean, A, it's it doesn't necessarily solve making everything easier, but it's switching the paradigm to say, you don't need to, you're not going to come query an API. Like that should be automated. You should have a system that's doing that. And so let's kind of pull the manual person out of this process. And as part of that, when it comes to things like restatements, I mean, Walmart, Luminate specifically handles that. So they will identify any specific data points that need to be inserted or updated or deleted after the fact. As I look at it, you know, those are some of the the big ones that that come to mind for me. Well, a lot of people who are familiar with Retail Link and Walmart, I think some of those are going to really resonate around restatements and e-commerce reporting and fulfillment methods and, and general accuracy. Could you tell us kind of what you know or understand that distinction between what you have from a retail link perspective in regards to data versus maybe what Luminate may add on top of that? You know, what we're hearing is, you know, I think over a thousand different measures that they're providing, which is a lot. I don't know how that exactly compares to retail link. Some of the specific areas that I think are notable is, as I mentioned, fulfillment methods. And that's been an issue we've experienced with our customers. I mean, this wasn't an issue a decade ago. People weren't worried about how something was being fulfilled. Now there are many different ways a consumer can buy a product and making sure that the way that that's reported is consistent and works. And you can get some of that information from Retail Link, but it doesn't really tie out. It creates all sorts of reconciliation issues depending on how you want to look at it. So that's an area I know they're emphasizing. They talk a lot about that. And I think, again, reflects where commerce is going. We've seen this with other retailers as well. You know, for these retailers, they're trying to 
jam new ways of people buying products into old data models. And so there's lots of hacks that happen. My favorite when I got into this space was realizing how would people report e-commerce? Well, they just create a new store that's just e-commerce and you know they would report that way. That's fine when things are getting started, but over time you've got to adjust and, and you know build it the right way. And I think that's what Walmart's doing a lot here. We know there's a lot around additional you know data points. One, one of the favorite ones that I heard about were, um, and I, I might get the name wrong here. I think they're null picks or nil picks. Essentially somebody in store, you know, an employee goes to get an item that's been ordered and they can't find it. And they're going to, they're going to flag that they probably already have been flagging it, but it hasn't been shared. Well, that allows you to help with things like phantom inventory. Okay, this was a product. We're showing that we have 12 units, but somebody can't go find it. I mean, as you know, Logan, that's something we help a lot of our customers with, you know, running algorithms, trying to identify where there isn't, you know, the inventory that that the systems claim. So this is just extra data that will that will get that more accurate. All that said, the number one thing that blew my mind when I was hearing, you know, with the information we're hearing about Luminate is what they're going to be doing on the category and the competitive side. I've always heard, you know, Walmart's relationship with the syndicated data providers. I don't think Walmart likes the idea of other people monetizing their data, which I, I think is great. They don't want someone to go just resell their data and kind of make money off that. If someone's going to make money off their data, Walmart should. And, and so I think that's always been, uh, you know, one of these questions. How, how does Walmart work on the competitive side? They are going to be exposing that to uh, people that sign up for Illuminate. And you're going to be able to see the competitive performance of other SKUs and the categories you sell in. It appears at an extremely granular level. You know, when I first heard it, I said, wow, that's, that's kind of wild. Um, but it makes a lot of sense to me. I mean, you know, it's a chance for Walmart to really say, this is a valuable data set. We're providing you more than just the basics. And we're providing you more than even just about your performance. We're going to help you understand how you're doing in the category. You know, it's in their best interest to say, yeah, go duke it out with your competitors. You guys bring us the lowest prices. You give us the best service. And those are the the suppliers we want to work with. So I, I think it's a really smart move on their part. Very curious how other retailers respond to that. Well, it makes sense why maybe Walmart wants to, one, monetize the data and two, why it might be in their best interest to expose those insights, but kind of flipping the script. Um, if you were a supplier of Walmart and kind of starting to get these these new indications of new data sets and Luminate coming, what what risks might you have in mind and, and what would you be doing to kind of prepare for um, shifting from kind of a more standard retail link environment to maybe more modern data sharing, but also a much richer data set you're going to have available. Yeah, I think I think for suppliers, it's a confusing time right now. Uh, I think we're seeing that, as I mentioned, Walmart appears to be putting quite a bit of pressure. Um, I think it's starting with the larger suppliers saying, hey, we really want you to sign up for Luminate. And going back to what I mentioned earlier, you know, there's been a history of Walmart, you know, Sam's Club moved to a model of charging for data a number of years ago, extremely expensive. Um, I think for a lot of suppliers, they just said that's that's not worth it for us. It, it's too much for the value that we're getting. I think Walmart's learned some lessons from that, you know, but it's a it's a large price tag. I mean, we hear that these are not small numbers. And so as a supplier, you're saying, 
okay, well, is Retail Link still going to be around? <laughs> a lot of suppliers still aren't fully taking advantage of Retail Link. I mean, there's so much information in there. It's it's pretty cumbersome to use, you know. but now I'm being asked to spend a lot more money and I'm going to get more. So I, th I think that's a tricky calculus that everyone is thinking through right now. And probably there's an element of, well, how much longer can I stick on Retail Link? So there, there's, there's going to be that you know kind of pure cost analysis that companies are doing. I think though, you do want to think on the other side here. There's a lot that this is going to open up. And there, especially when you talk about the competitive information, I mean, think how much companies are paying already for that information from the Nielsen's, the Circana's now. Millions and millions of dollars a year to get data that is often weeks late, aggregated, nowhere near as detailed as what you know, Walmart is going to be providing through Luminate. And so I think there's a real chance to say, if I can get ahead of this curve, if I can get that data, I'm going to be able to compete better and I'm going to be able to get market share from my competitors. Now you got to be able to make sure you, you can utilize that. So you need to work, you know, either invest a lot internally and have the right tooling, the right systems, the right know-how to, to make use of that or, or, you know, partner with someone who can help you there. But I get, again, that's a large investment. That's a large bet to do it. Um, and, and then I think there's, you know, for a lot of people, they're sitting there saying, well, what's the timeline? How long do I have to make this decision? And, and we just don't know the answer to that question. And again, I'm not, I'm not sure Walmart even has that exactly outlined. At least it hasn't been shared from anything I've seen. As you kind of emphasized even earlier in the conversation, this may be the biggest development um, in kind of learning about Luminate that this category data is going to become readily available. Could you elaborate a little bit more on the types of decisions and insights suppliers may expect to get from getting access to, to if, if they can harness this data and they can kind of take advantage of it? how it can help them better manage their business. My understanding is that you will be able to see competitive SKU level data down to the store level or, or presumably fulfillment center as well. So you're going to get a very granular view of what is selling and at what price for every competitive SKU in a category that you're doing a meaningful amount of business in. So, I mean, what does that open up? I think historically how people have often thought about market share, the overall size of the category, you know, th those types of questions that every company is, is trying to answer. Those tend to be much more of a long-term view that companies are taking of that. And I think this opens up that ability to say, well, I should be able to see exactly when my competitors promoting, I'm going to be able to see those price changes. I'm going to be able to see a very timely take then on how those promotions are happening. And think of all the work companies are doing, trying to disentangle, how are my promotions working? How does that interplay with competitive promotional activity? my inventory levels, being able to really bring that all together in something that you can act on because it's happening so in essentially real time, I think is just kind of phenomenal. <laughs> and I'm very excited for what that can mean. And again, I think it means things are going to get more competitive and mm -hmm. that's in Walmart's best interest. They can say, great, let's, let's fight, you know, over this, let's have suppliers who are working hard you know, to make sure that they're getting, you know, customers the best product at the lower price, which is what Walmart's always been about. And I, I think this aligns with that, that goal for them. Really, really. For supplier though, it means that, you know, you got to be ready for war a little bit here. No, I like leading with, hey, here are the insights and innovations you can make with this data, but also recognizing this is going to probably become an imperative as, as 
the whole competitive landscape is now going to get a much richer data set to work with. Yeah. And, and as I said earlier, I mean, what's this going to mean for, you know, other retailers over time, Walmart has constantly been an innovator here. They're pushing the envelope, you know, and are we going to see the other, the other major players kind of follow suit and say, okay, instead of, you know, having to work with Nielsen, you know, I'll provide this directly back. I'll even give better data to my suppliers because, you know, maybe they monetize it as well. Um, but, uh, you know, th this could be kind of a win a little bit for everyone. Yeah, no, I do get the sense they have a much better understanding of how this data helps their suppliers. And so there's a lot more around being able to feed this data into other systems but also even um, being much more open in sharing data with third parties that can help these suppliers get value out of the data. So, so that is the sense that the focus has been less on the querying and the visualization and more on uh, just embracing that this data can help suppliers in a lot of different capacities and that Walmart's comfortable with that and, and in support of that. And one of the things, you know, ever since I've been in this space, you've seen this divide between how, you know, the e-commerce world works, where everything is built on APIs, tons of information is shared. Uh, obviously, e-commerce, depending on, you know, how things are being fulfilled, it was a necessity, right? There's still concern around who owns the customer contact, how that can be used. You know, nobody wants the customer to be quote unquote stolen, but it's just been so much more modern. And then you look at the more traditional in-store retail wholesale side of the business. And it's, it's just been so much more archaic, even though it's still doing the vast majority of, of the volume. I mean, including, you know, stuff that's shipped in wholesale and then sold online. And so I'm, I'm kind of hopeful that this just reflects seeing more consistency across those two big channels. Um, and, you know, hopefully we'll see it kind of catch up with, with where e-commerce has been now for, for many, many years. That's the hope. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Well, Joel, really appreciate all your insight on the emerging story that's luminate at Walmart. Emerging story it is. I'm sure in the next couple of months, we will learn more. Um, this is evolving, but but overall something I think that's really exciting for the industry. Kudos to to Walmart for developing something that looks really, really strong. You know, these are not easy problems to solve and, and excited for where I think it's gonna take take the space, not just for Walmart and its suppliers, but again, I think it's gonna I think you're gonna see it impact a lot of the way that other you know retailers are working with their suppliers as well. Absolutely. Well, that's all for this week. See you next time on Shelf Life.